Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm Jerry Willis. I'm Steve Ducey. I'm Shannon Bream, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. I'm Eben Brown. Harvard's embattled president, Claudine Gay, agrees to resign following outrage and defiance over rising anti-Semitic hate incidents on the vaunted campus, as well as revelations of her own academic transgressions. From the very beginning, the corporation is aware of the charges of plagiarism, and they stick by her, they threaten people making these charges instead of launching an investigation, a real investigation. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Just weeks ago, Harvard University President Claudine Gay, along with some presidents of other Ivy League institutions, sat before a congressional panel refusing to say whether or not anti-Semitism on their campuses ought to be curbed and condemned. Gay herself now infamously seemed to have given cover to a rising tide of Jew hate on campus. Here's the exchange with New York Congresswoman Elise Stefanik. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. And in the time since, allegations arose in public forums that Gay had unaddressed issues of plagiarism in her academic publications. They were brought to light by education activist Chris Rufo and reported extensively in the Washington Free Beacon. The Harvard Corporation, the school's governing board, chose to stand by Gay despite more and more claims with purported evidence of Gay stealing academic work. But today she announced her resignation. In her letter to Harvard, she writes that it's been, quote, frightening to be subjected to personal attacks and threats fueled by racial animus. Gay has detractors who say she, an African-American scholar who has professed left-wing politics, was hired to lead Harvard, arguably the nation's most cherished of universities, not because of her academic achievements, but other factors like race and gender. Now, these are touchy subjects, but her detractors stand by them. She says that she made the decision to resign. She says she made it after consultations with members of the corporation, which is the the corporation is the name for the Harvard board. board. Um, Mike Gonzalez is a writer and commentator and the Angelus T. Arendando E. Pluribus Unum Senior Fellow at the Heritage Foundation. It became clear that it was in the best interest of Harvard. So, obviously... At the very least, the board uh, had a say in her resignation or her, uh, her, her being, you know, severed from her position. Uh, look, there's a larger question here beyond the the awful, awful anti-Semitism, beyond the uh, the, uh, the the really the, the, the very badly handled uh, hearing in, uh, with Congress. Uh, when she gave an atrocious response 
uh, and, and beyond her charges, very credible charges of plagiarism, the fact that her scholarship was very meager. She only had 11 papers, whereas uh, presidents of, of much lesser universities have dozens of uh, academic, have published dozens of academic papers, sometimes over 100. And we have to deal with this question. And the question is the question of affirmative action. Uh, Bill Ackman, the billionaire, said that he had been told uh, by somebody, an insider inside Harvard, that she met the criteria. She was only hired after she met the criteria of the DEI office. Uh, so we have a set of circumstances. Uh, she, she's hired. Uh, she becomes president this last year, uh, 2023, in July. Uh, despite having a very meager academic record, she, uh, she, from the very beginning, the corporation is aware of the charges of plagiarism, and, and they, 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 they stick by her, that they, they, they threaten people making these charges instead of launching an investigation, a real investigation. And then they, uh, they, they, they choose to ignore her catastrophic testimony. And then the Lackman says that she met the criteria of the DEI office. And I think that even though this is a tragedy for Claudine Gay and her family, her husband, those who know her and those who love her, I don't know her, uh, even though this is clearly a tragedy for her, I think the country can draw a very important lesson and, and we can become a better country if we decide to stop hiring people on the basis of something as superficial as race or ethnicity and to hire and promote instead on the on, on merit, uh, you know, and merit only uh, because, because we have very bad results when we don't do that. You talk of her uh, uh, essentially, uh, to use a phrase here, that, that there were boxes that were checked, that Claudine Gay's hiring had to do with her race more than anything. Um, but this is someone who had made a career in academics. Uh, it's a, a career and a club, if you will, that most Americans don't really participate in. Most Americans don't get a, a, a postdoctorate degree. They don't they don't exist in academic circles. They don't attend lofty institutions such as the Ivy League schools. Um, so how how do we how did we get to this point where someone who at least had a resume, if not the best resume, still got to a point where she was in command of what is arguably the nation's most prestigious institution? And I I believe that Perhaps that uh, prestige may be tarnished a bit now, but but this is not someone who simply walked off the street. This is someone who probably knew where she was at and knew what she was doing uh, at the time when she wrote those papers that were uh, said to be improperly sourced or have been alleged to have been outright plagiarized. Uh, and uh, this is someone who couldn't, I don't think, uh, could have been all that ignorant with regard to the political tempest on her campus, especially regarding Israel. Uh, and the October 7th attacks. Look, I mean, uh, I think the charges of plagiarism are very credible. I don't know if you have seen, uh, compared the papers uh, that were written by other people and then what Claudine Gay wrote afterward, and they're almost verbatim. I'm a writer. You know, I make my living as a writer. I, I'm, a, I'm a weekly columnist. I've, I've, I've written several books. Uh, this, it, it is incredible what she did. Uh, she changed a couple of words here and there, but the paragraphs were almost almost the same. And there were, I think, I believe, 50 charges of plagiarism. I mean, she was a repeat offender. 
And she did not have a good academic record. Look, she was hired in 2003. The whole country uh, has been on a, on a, on a, in a trance, in, 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 in a state of, of, of collective hysteria uh, since the death uh, of uh, George Floyd and the, 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 the over 600 BLM riots. Uh, riots, according to, to uh, you know, the crisis monitor, which is housed at Princeton, that Mike Gonzalez saying that they, they found that over 600. Is, yes, it's true that they're mostly of the, most of the protests were peaceful, but we had 12,000 protests and we had and a small percentage of those uh, 600 were riots. And, and that's a lot of riots in the country. All of a sudden, uh, the, the leaders of our institutions accepted the, the, the lie, the, the fallacy that we're systemically racist. And that, uh, and a lot of other fallacies, and 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 people, and then Claudine Gay is hired, uh, and, and the, the we don't know unless we we get the inside information, we will never know whether she was a diversity hire. But the circumstances are really, really strong that she very possibly could have been. Uh, she, she's not a, as you describe her, somebody who's been. Yes, she was in academia for a very long time, but she was in academia. And did not publish a lot of papers. She was in academia and, and plagiarized extensively. Uh, you know, she was in academia and she was involved in getting getting rid of Roland Fryer. Roland Fryer is, is, is a brilliant African American who wrote papers. I've I met Roland Fryer. I've spoken to him, uh, and, and he wrote a paper saying that it that no, it's not true. He actually did regressive analysis, and he discovered that 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 uh, that the it's not, it's not true that there's bias in the lethal use of force against African-Americans by police. You know, she fired him, but she was very deeply involved in getting rid of him. Um, so, you know, this is, we have, as a country, we have to stop doing these things. We have to stop, we have to reward merit. We have to reward people like Roland Fryer and not reward people like Claudine Gay. And, 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 and it's look, they're both black, but I don't care. And nor should we care. Society should not care what color people are, what somebody's last name is, uh, the, the nation of origin. This is what I'm trying to get at. This is really the issue here. More than anti-Semitism, which is awful. More than plagiarism, which is awful. Uh, you know, the issue here is that. And the nation really has to face up to it. We are speaking with Mike Gonzalez, a senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation, on the resignation of Harvard President Claudine Gay following weeks of turmoil regarding testimony over anti-Semitism on her campus and the revelation of plagiarism in her academic work. On the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition, we'll have more straight ahead. This is not something that is confined to Harvard or I would say is even confined to the Ivy League. Like I said earlier, most Americans won't attend an Ivy League institution. They'll attend a state school. They might attend a community college. Uh, But this has been uh, there have been problems in academia, I think, going on many years now. Uh, And uh, we have seen similar things that certainly these issues have come to light, I think, because of where they've been coming to light, whether it's it's uh, at Harvard or Penn. Uh, but similar things happen at very unknown state liberal arts colleges that are not so lofty. Um, do you think this has ripple effects throughout uh, the American college system that uh, that the universities, small and large, will 
be watching and deciding maybe they need to make changes at their level? Or does this cause people to sort of dig in their heels? I mean, it's been a very long time coming that someone like uh, uh, Claudine Gay uh, is resigning, that uh, at first the Harvard board, the corporation, as it's called, was was sticking by her. Right. And and Claudine Gay must be wondering what has happened to her because she did everything that was expected of her by the Harvard board. She was very much a a, a promoter of, of, of DEI, of diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know, they had looked the other way on, on, on all the awful things that have happened. And it, But I do think this is going to have a, an impact. I do think this is Harvard is it's like no other school. You know, the Ivies are, are, you know, carry a lot of weight. And I think this will have an impact. I think uh, this is going to be a story for, for a while this week. And I, as I said, I think that we'll be better off as a country if we look at the, at the moral of the story. Not just the story itself, but it, the story, this is a morality tale. And we need, we need to look at it and draw conclusions here and see and ask ourselves what, what, what is in the best interest of Americans, of the country, of us as a society, and, and, and act accordingly. Where do you think that change comes from? Does it come from within the university echelon itself, or does it take outside forces? I mean, the the uh, the charges, initial charges of plagiarism with Claudine Gay were made, I think, immediately public uh, or or most effectively public recently by education activists, people who have been behind the the classic uh, the classical movement and and. Uh, uh, and school reform and, and school choice and things like that. They're the ones who came forward on social media with a lot of the documentation of this. And that's kind of, I think, what caused the big the big uproar. So does this further change? Does this change come from them or does the change come from within? Does, do the university leaders sit there and go, hey, you know, we're, we're in a bad rut here? Well, I mean, you have to look at, uh, I'm publishing a book uh, this March, uh, that, that traces how the universities became radicalized. And, you know, according to me and my co-author, Captain Gorka, it happens, it began to happen more more or less in the 80s um, as, the, as the student radicals of the 60s uh, grew older and got jobs in academia. Uh, so so they, they, they followed a, a, a blueprint, the infiltrated the institutions, to indoctrinate, you know, the new generation. And I think maybe we have to understand that process. And I hope my book is, 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 has an impact. We have to understand that process in order to fight it. Uh, and, um, and, and change, I think, has to obviously come from within. But at the end of the day, what matters is the climate of opinion in the country. And Milton Friedman wrote about this. He said, you know, at the end of the day, you have to, you, you need to change the climate of opinion. If you change the climate of opinion, the climate of opinion is good. Even the bad politicians will do the right thing. But if the climate of opinion, if you don't have the climate of opinion, if the climate of opinion is wrong, is bad, even the good politicians will not do the right thing. Um, and obviously, this will, be, this will require a combination of political pressure, which we saw in action. Uh, in this case, uh, the, the catalyst for for her departure uh, was a, a, a testimony in the, in the House of Representatives, in the House, in the, in the, the Committee on Education, that, and the questioning by Elise Stefanik of New York. So that is that the politics played a part. But then the commentariat 
played a part. Chris Rufo played a part. Uh, the, 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 the Washington Free Beacon played a part. The media played a part. So, so everybody played a part. The politicians played a part. The think tanks played a part. And the, and the media played a part. Mike Gonzalez, your senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Great. Thanks a lot, man. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.